Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Girl Next Door. So glad that you could join me. And today is part two of our fun and hot topic with Isaiah Simmons. Welcome back, Izzy. Hey, thanks so much for having me. It is the boy down the road. It is the boy down the road. Man down the road. Oh. Sorry. Oh. That's a good segue. That is a really good segue. Okay, guys. Now, if you did not listen to last week, go back and listen to Little Nas X is having a baby. And we talked about, um, what did we talk about? We talked about, (laughs) it was, it was very confronting because we said, well, can men have babies? (laughs) And then we found out that it is potentially possible, but it's a definite no. Like when you Google it, you get, you do not get a no. You don't get a no. So we were a bit shook at that. And then we talked about like, I guess the cultural pressure of all of this, like, agenda driving identity confusing Mm. stuff with all of young people and young adults. We talked a lot about that. We did. Yeah. And then, and then we said that last, last week we said that we wanted to branch off into uh, have men become less manly. Yeah. So boy down the road. (laughs) Man down the road. (laughs) Yeah. This is, look, this is a question and, um, what do you think? It's look, if you ask me right now, have men become less manly? I feel so judgmental. I to feel so, it. and I also feel like I need to, like, I need to, you know, back the men up here and be like, no, we're more manly than ever. Um, oh. but I feel like potentially, yeah, like we may have become a little bit less masculine. I don't know, I don't know if that's because, um, the world has changed. I don't know if that's mm. because the idea of masculinity has changed. Yeah. Um, well, when you think, this is one good way to compare. Yeah. Think of your grandfather. Yep. Or your grandfather's generation. Yep. And photographs of your grandfather's generation. Then think of yep. your father's generation and now think of today's. Yes. I was listening to a podcast with Candace Owens and she was saying how she thinks that they even look different. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is interesting. Yeah. The style. Yeah. And the, yeah, yeah. But then I get on myself like, <clears throat> like does, and this is a question you might have an answer for. Do you think that because, um, roles are different roles in a sense of, or even like careers, mm. like, uh, for oh, example, yeah. would you have seen in my granddad's generation, um, there probably was less creative males and maybe more creative females. Do you know what? It's literally like you're looking at my notes. I promise you I can't see from here. No, okay, good. Because <laughs> that's my question. You, yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of reasons, right, which we're, we're going to get into. Okay, that's actually a really – that is one good point. So, okay, let's start with this, right? Like I think about – um, you know, I, I can't imagine a lot of the men today going and fighting in World War Two. Today's men? Yeah. Absolutely not. Some. Some, but most <clears throat> not. Yes. Cameron would. Yeah. Cam would love that. <laughs> He'd literally be like. I don't know if I would like that, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not, oh, a, I'm you, not a fighter. You're too scared. I'm not a fighter. <laughs> you said last week you're scared of my dog. I'm scared of your dog. I did say to Renee, though, <laughs> like. And I don't know if I have to tell my Renee, by the way, mm. I don't know if I have to tell her this to like 
So she has faith in my ability <laughs> to defend our household. But I say to her all the time, babe, you don't want to see me if someone tries to break in. I'll be like an animal, blah, blah, blah. Out she's, of fear. <laughs> and she's always like, yeah, right. But I'm like trying to let her know I am manly. I, anyway, whatever. I, I think the funniest story about you, when you first moved from Cairns to Brisbane, yeah. And we were away, so we said, come and stay at our house for a couple of weeks so that you've got somewhere to stay. This was before your Renee came down. And we didn't know how petrified you were of animals. Animals, yeah. And here we are going, okay, you need to feed our dog. But also we had a bearded dragon. A bearded dragon. Listen to that. (laughs) And you had to feed it live crickets. Knowing you now. I literally laugh hysterically. The kids and I sometimes still laugh about it. That you who are petrified uh, of live creatures. Yeah. But, you know, and I remember you telling me that you came home one day here to my house. Yeah. And you got out the car to get your groceries out and there was a possum on the fence. Yeah. An <laughs> ugly, hairy possum. <laughs> it scared the crap out of me. Oh, sorry. I don't know if I can say that word. But it's even fun. like I used the barbecue tongs to feed the the bearded dragon, the barbecue tongues were like, literally like, I don't know, like 60 centimeters long. And I was like placing them on the rock. And the funny thing is if you put a live creature near, it was Gribble. That was the name of that. We've sold it since. But if you put the, if you put the bug near its mouth, it grabs it really quickly. Yeah, it's petrifying. So I guess I'm not manly. Maybe I'm not masculine. (laughs) Well, look, that, that, Brings us to what do we mean by by a manly man? Yeah, because I would say you're a manly man. Yeah, you might be scared of animals, dogs, and dogs. And I wouldn't fight on the possums. front lines. <laughs> you might though. I might if I had. Look, look, if it meant defending like my wife or family, or yeah, I'd do it hundred percent. In an emergency situation, would you like? Take a bullet, stand in front of someone, or would oh, you yeah, duck? for an A, nah, hundred. Oh, you mean like yeah. for a random? <laughs> <laughs> for an A, for an A, I would a hundred percent. Um, yeah, I'd do it, hundred percent. I'm, I'm lucky. I'm not a man. That's all I can say. <laughs> you wouldn't I've, do it. No, I've got a tendency. Did I have I ever? Told oh you yeah, the swan you pushed story? the swan. You pushed Ashton in front of there a was, savage yeah. swan. There was a swan at the Murray River at staff day, and it was like literally at his eye level, <laughs> coming up to us so to attack. I put my kid in front of me to protect myself. That was a low, that is that's not a low a moment. That is a very low moment in my life. <laughs> so I do not think that we're not that we're a manly man can be sensitive. Yes. Um, you know, um, I think in the past we thought of a manly man as aggressive. Yes. Not in touch with his emotions. I don't think that that's a manly man. I think a manly man faces up to his emotions. Can yes. Be sensitive. But in my mind, I think a manly man is sure of himself. Yeah, confident. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And I think, like, I will say this, though. <clears throat> if you were going to say masculinity back in the day, um, would that... Uh, the best way... Because I can't assume too much, but I would say, like, the masculine man of, of old, would he be as in touch with his feelings and able to be, like, a friend mm. to his wife? Or mm. is he just the mm. the hunter or is he just the provider? Do you know what I mean? I feel like things have changed yeah. maybe a little bit today where it's like, yeah. oh, no, we're co. We're in this together. Yeah. Like, we're doing this. And I still have my role, but I'm not yeah. like, 
I'm not just solely the provider here. Mm. Like you're also my best friend. Yeah, and I think that some of those changes have been good. Yeah. I don't think all men back then were like that, but probably no. a lot of them were. Yeah, that's why I say I don't want to assume, that, but I'm just wondering. Yeah. yeah. I think I think those changes are good are good, but maybe we've gone too far. Yes. Yes. There was something you said when we were chatting before about what you thought made a manly man. What was that? Do you um, remember? Uh, well, I was talking about, was it when I was talking about creativity? No? No, that you said something when we were offline. And I was like, yes, that's a good one. I'll try and remember. Something, yeah, try and remember. I can't because I said confidence and yep. you said something else and it was good. I'll try and remember. <laughs> okay, so there was. there's actually been a study done on this. Yes. On um, it's a longitudinal study, which yeah. means a study that was done over a long period of time. Okay. And it followed men from 1987 to 2007, right? Mm-hmm. And you can find this, guys, if you want to, in the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism. There you, there you go. go. And it revealed a substantial drop in men's testosterone levels since the 1980s. Wow. With average levels declining by about 1% per year. Mm-hmm. So this means, for example, that a 60-year-old man in 2004 had testosterone levels that were 17% lower than a 60-year-old in 1987. Interesting. Right? Interesting. And then there was another study done of Danish men. The Danish love their studies. Um, (laughs) that produced similar findings with double-digit declines among men born in the 60s compared to those born in the 1920s. So they did that study earlier. So women are complaining they can't find a man. (laughs) (laughs) This is the basis of the argument. (laughs) Yeah, this is actually the reason because girls are like, I can't find a man. We hear that a lot though. We do hear that a lot, even in the field that we work in with, like pastoring people. Yeah. This is actually a common thing that, so it seems yeah. to me that women are craving the masculine man. Whereas yes. like, and, and the fact that that's hard to find, yes. I don't know if I want to agree or believe it, but I think it could be true. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I, cause when you, when you ask a girl what they want, yep. you know, I think they do want a masculine man. Like yes. I remember, I don't know if this is really shallow of me, or if this is proving a point, but I remember one thing that I wanted in a husband was I wanted him to be taller than me. I mean, mm. that's not hard because I'm only five foot five. Yes. But like, I, I just felt like if I had someone taller than me, that's because I felt protected. Protected and secured. Yes. I wanted to feel protected. Yes. Like, I remember when we were first married and Cameron heard a noise outside and the next minute he pulled a baseball bat from under the bed. <laughs> and I was like... Where'd that come from? I didn't even know that was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember thinking, you know, and he had this realisation, my father is not the protector of my house anymore. I am. Yes. And he stepped up to the plate. Yeah. I mean, 100%. he might have hidden a baseball bat. But, yes. Um, all right. So there were a lot of reasons given in the study. And I thought we could unpack these today. And you've got some really good stuff to say around this. Yes. So one finding in this difference in hormones... Um, is the fact that environmental toxins like pesticides, parabens, and PBAs are actually affecting the hormone levels of men. Yeah, okay, interesting. So when when a woman is pregnant, Mm -hmm. if she's got high levels of those toxic 
uh, environmental toxins in her body, yep. the boys are being born with less testosterone levels. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And, right. So that's why you get like your B- BPA free yep. bottles and, yep. and stuff like that. So it's almost like as the world's developing yeah. and, and, and technology is increasing, yeah. this is an issue. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, also, now this is what you were saying before, the way we live and work has, has changed. Yes. Men are less likely to do manual labor jobs. Yes. that And that would have an issue, that would have a, a direct correlation to the low testosterone, right? Or one of the reasons? Yes. Because I, I, isn't so. it activity and different things like that can bump it up? Because traditionally, traditionally men wouldn't be potentially sitting in an office, right? Yeah, if we're going back in the day. Yeah, yeah correct. So that could be a major one as well. I f- and, and, and the roles, though, then with that have also changed, haven't they? Big time. Because it's not this, you are essentially you're still the hunter or the still the person who's going to provide, so to speak, as the guy. But um, it's not necessarily through hard labor. Yeah. Or, or the avenue of, of yeah. hard work where it's like, yeah. man, after I finish, my, I'm physically exhausted. Yeah. Now it's like after I finish, I'm mentally exhausted. Because we've gone from the industrial age to the technological Correct. age. Yes. So it's not so much the factory no. working, the hard manual labor jobs. Yes. It's become more sitting behind a computer, creating, sitting yep. at a desk. And that is having effect on hormone levels. 100%. And I feel like, like traditionally it was probably, I can't say, I'm not trying to say that women didn't have hard physical labor. Of course they did, but that would be different to a man just based on makeup. But like you would say now women might say, Oh, I'm I'm emotionally drained after such a day of maybe Mm. it was back in the day. We're talking, looking after the kids or, Mm. you know, all that sort of thing. Whereas in the guys would be like, well, mm. I'm physically exhausted. Now it yes. seems like guys are emotionally drained <laughs> as oh, well. Poor things. <laughs> poor guys. So, all right, this is another reason, and this is where you've got some really good stuff. Yes. You've got a good book that you brought along. Yeah. Now, apparently lower testosterone levels are linked to spending more time with children. See, so maybe, that is right? interesting. Because men now share a lot more of the nurturing. Um, the and, nurturing yeah. And apparently that is linked. Men that spend more time with their children have lower testosterone levels. Like, what? That is so interesting. You've got some good stuff on this. I just recently been reading a book by Robert Ferguson, and it's Are You Getting This? And he does a chapter. It's literally not even a chapter, maybe a couple pages um, about discovery and talks about the scenario where he takes his child up to the the mountain or this hike and brings the child right up to the edge of the the mountain and the wife quickly goes, no, 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 don't do that. And he's talking about this tension between Mm. um, men who are like more risk-taking and then women who are like, no, this is about safety. And he's sort of saying that both of these things – um, it, this tension is important for healthy development. Safety risk. Safety risk, correct, yeah. Yeah, and that's true because that's Cameron and I to a T. Exactly. Cameron will be like, get as close to the cliff as possible. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, dear, no, 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 come back from the cliff. Yeah, and he's almost promoting like this well-rounded person is exposed to both of these things. It's not either or, it's both, sort of what he's saying. But he talks about this biblical story between um, um, Esau and Jacob, Mm-hmm. And I'll just read a little excerpt of yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. Um, but it says, historically, men have been hunters and women gatherers. Historically, men have been yes. hunters and women gatherers. So yes. this is where you're talking about roles, right? Yeah. This hunter-gatherer idea is illustrated in the lives of Isaac and Rebecca and their twin sons, Esau and Jacob. Esau was influenced primarily by his father, whereas Jacob was influenced primarily by his mother. 
The conclusion of this upbringing is described in the book of Genesis. The boys grew up and Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the open country, while Jacob was content to stay at home among the tents. Isaac, who had a taste for wild game, the father, loved um, Esau, but Rebecca loved Jacob. Mummy's boy, daddy's boy. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) The direction of the hunter is out and the direction of the gatherer is in. Mm. Um, Esau was taken out by his father, but Jacob stayed in with his mother. And he goes on to say the tension of this parental hunter gathering should produce perfectly balanced children who understand the risk of out and the security of in, which is how you're saying you parent um, the kids here. However, this was a dysfunctional home. Instead of the father and mother working together on both children, they instead chose one each. They had an either-or approach instead of a both-and approach. Then the result was that Esau and Jacob ended up hating each other, and they needed the tension of what he describes as the risk of being close to the mountain and the wife saying, no, bring back safety risk, what you're saying. He then goes on to say, at this point, God intervened. He sent Jacob out to find a wife. So remember, Jacob was the one who was in the tents. So God intervened. He sent Jacob out to find a wife and he called um, Esau in Mm. to find a wife. God understood the need of both sons. And um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? (laughs) Literally mind blowing. Yeah. Like, lit, you, so you, you did read that to me before. I'm yes. like, that's probably the best thing I've ever heard. I, and it's the fact that it's literally like a snippet in a chapter. You almost could write a whole book on this and this whole, like this whole thing around gender roles yes. and, and what we're supposed to do and that you need the, the, the tension of both. Remember at the end of the last podcast, I talked about finding the wisdom in things. Yes. So if you want to have a woman married to a woman um, okay, that's fine. That's your choice. You can go and do that. But now if you're going to bring children into that, you know, does God in Genesis chapter one talks about the roles of a, a mother and a father, a yes. husband and a wife. And that's, that's, that's the family unit that yes. is set up in Genesis chapter one. Therefore, that's the best way for children to be raised. I have never thought about looking further ahead to a story like that, that is, that is backing that idea that children need what a mother and a father can give to them. So Jacob, who was loved by Rebecca, mummy's boy Mm -hmm. was always in the tent. Do you know what also is interesting? Yeah. Esau was hairy. And he was the, and he was the outdoor one. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. remember? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I got that the yeah, right way. Yeah, you got it right the right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then when Jacob tried to steal the blessing, he yeah. put a hairy patch of animal yeah. patch on his yeah, arms yeah, and yeah. his father would th- thought it was him. Yes. <gasps> I yeah. wonder if their testosterone I bet you their testosterone levels were different. Well. I think we've discovered a Wow. <laughs> boom light bulb moment. Look, when when <laughs> When I read that, I went, "Wow!" This re this reaffirms everything that you say and that we think and that we're believing that we're trying to adjust to our culture, saying, "Hey, no, no, that's actually okay that you're wired this way." Yeah, God actually called you this way. Yeah. You know? So it's interesting. Like it's okay that Jacob was more of the in, yep, n- nurtured by Rebecca, but then the fact that God sent him. Out. out. It's unbelievable. So it means that even if you've got a child, no matter oh, what your wow, personality what of your child is, it's our responsibility. Mm. And this is why they need a mother and a father mm. to help a child be challenged in an area that they don't particularly like to be challenged in. I'll Naturally. Use the, yeah. No. And I'll use the opposite example of Georgia. Mm-hmm. So I won't use my boys. Cameron was hardcore on the boys, but 
but, but they were already equal. They were already very bent towards being boyish boys. Yes. Georgia was an absolute chicken about everything. Yeah, okay. Like if Georgia hurt herself, she would do laps of the backyard <laughs> crying. <laughs> That's and then hilarious. Cameron would, I remember she got a splinter. Georgia was not brave. Like if yeah. Georgia saw a slippery dip, she'd be like, I'll just sit under it and play. Like yeah. she'd want to climb. She, she, she needed Cameron to pull that risk, risk yeah. out of her because she was not a risk taker and I'm not a risk taker. Mm-hmm. I grew up with no father. Yeah. So I was never pushed. Oh, wow. I've got a yeah. natural bent to push myself in certain ways. Not physically, by the way. Yeah. Like you never see me running. No, yeah. <laughs> lifting I lifting weights. <laughs> I, I just you... walk. I don't play sport. Yeah. You know, and I think that's because I had no father. Yeah. Wow. Pushing me. In that stuff. Mind you, my father's also a creative. Yeah. So you had the double whammy. I did have the double whammy. he wouldn't probably have promoted risk anyway, maybe to that, because he was a creative, you're saying? Yeah. But he did build, but he builds and climbs ladders and stuff like that, but he wouldn't let me do it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So my dad never pushed me when I did spend time with him. He was an artist who was sitting behind a desk drawing. Yeah. 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 So Cameron would grab Georgia and would be like, come here. Come here, you got three counts. And she'd be like, Mummy, do it. Mummy, do it. He'd be like, No, daddy's going to do it. Yeah. But he had to be firm with her yeah. because she had this bent to want to be in yeah, and wow. nurtured. Interesting. Right? Interesting. So that brings us almost right around to um, our traditional gender roles. Now they're seen as dysfunctional. But maybe or oppressive. Oppressive. Oh. Oh gosh. That is what frustrates me about yeah. this whole patriarchy being oppressed being being told that they're oppressive. Yes. I get so mad for the men. No, yeah. I think I'm 100%. a misogynist. People would call is it a misogynist? <laughs> I don't know I what the right term the is, but yeah, I <laughs> Because I think that we're doing a terrible disservice to our men. Mm. By and I'm not saying that men don't have room to improve. Of course. By not being aggressive in the wrong places of course but we but you take what's happening right now in australia with Mm. our freedoms being lost where are all the men standing up i'm wondering i've got so many people that come in and go renee you're the only one saying something and i'm like well i seem to be getting away with it but where Mm. are the men yeah and well when you do see the guys that well i'm not saying that this is all of them but a lot of the guys that i've been seeing out there um actually older men who are like i'm marching for my kids yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like older, older yes. men. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So um, men are getting a hard rap Yes. by the feminists. And I think we're doing our men a disservice because we need men to be protectors. Yes. We need men to raise our boys and our girls to have courage. 100%. Um, and I feel like, and there's nothing wrong with a creative guy. No, not at all. At all. But we don't want to go so far the other way that we've lost the um, what it really means to be, the to essence, be a man. The essence of being a man. And I like what you said before <laughs> off air, off air, whatever, we off the podcast, um, mm. when you were mentioning that, like what makes a man is taking responsibility as well. That's what it was. You said that, not me. You said that. No, but that's because you brought up Jordan Peterson. Oh, gosh. The it was you. That's what it was. And it was this whole, yeah, like this whole idea of, yeah, like what Renee was just saying, you don't necessarily have to go work in a coal mine, you can be a creative guy or a, a guy who maybe the natural bent is to to stay in, right? Yeah. But I think the whole point of, of this conversation is that taking responsibility and not, not look, I'll say it like this, the, the, the hope for anybody who hasn't had the 
privilege or blessing or opportunity to live in a functional household where you've got an example here where you've got Cam Renee and the kids who have had the extremes of both or, or mm. the risk and the and the mm. in. But I liked how the Bible says that God actually took Jacob out. So yes. it's like there is redemption for those people who may have not had that balanced. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that example yeah. of a strong father or a strong mother. Um and it said that God actually flipped it around and took Jacob out of the tents to find yeah. a wife. I don't know. That's that to me sort of there's hope for anybody who goes, oh, well, you don't understand Isaiah because you, you know what I mean? Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. We were talking with some of our young adults last night. We're doing like a discipleship and we separated the singles and the marrieds. And I was talking to one of the singles asked me, what about if you're he's got a girlfriend and he goes what about if your girlfriend comes from a really dysfunctional home like what's your role and I talked about how um, you know that was me I came from a very dysfunctional family and Cameron came in and brought a lot of leadership to that and I felt very protected and safe for the first time in my life but then I flipped it and I said what's more difficult is when it's the male like you who might have come from you know a a dysfunctional or, or a single parent home because you've had no example on yep. how to do that. Yeah. And there is something to be said for, you know, someone like you that then has to step up to the plate and become what you have not seen an example yeah, of. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that, that's true. And I think the word that you said of, is of safety, like that mm-hmm. a woman craves, mm-hmm. um, is, is the responsibility and the role of a man. I know that for Renee. And um, I never necessarily saw my dad be able to do that for my mum. So I, mm. there was already a little bit of back foot because, and obviously I got to step that and I saw that and that was amazing, like yes. great. But I didn't see my dad, like the original mm. design, be like that for mum. So there's been there's been times where I've had to really seek God and understand and I'm, I'm grateful that God's put different things mm. in my life to help bring that out mm. of me, even if I didn't see it by design, if that makes yes. sense. Yes. Um, but yeah, Renee's been, and I'll say this, Renee's been super patient with me. Mm. Like, it's not like I've got it all together and I've seen it and modeled it and mm. I'm able to do it. Renee's been super mm. patient with me, but, um, yeah, I think this whole redemption side, yeah, like God will good. bring people in your life to bring that out, I yeah. think is a massive one. Yeah. But meanwhile, once again, you look in society and we've got things like the Met Gala that just happened. <laughs> oh, no, I forgot is, about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. like a it's like a ball that happens yeah. in America. Yep. All the celebrities and Huge. creatives go. It's not an award night, but it's kind of like one of those yes. without the awards. Yeah. And then if you have a look at how they were all dressed. Unbelievable, yeah. And that's why we have a confused generation yeah. because we've got like dress really primarily is the way that you express yourself, your isn't role. it? Right. Yeah. And your role and how you see yourself. And so we've got um a couple of the guys that are very influential and famous wearing dresses. And, and yeah. so I guess that does bring a layer of confusion, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There was lots of guys in dresses, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I saw that because yeah. I can't remember what I was following, but there, there was like, I don't know, 30 pictures. And I scrolled through and I went, oh, Guy in a dress. Now, we're not talking about those with true gender dysphoria. Not one bit. Um, that That is a thing. And I know that that's very difficult for people that truly struggle with that. Yes. But, you know, these guys... This is an expression. I don't think they yeah. have gender dysphoria. Yeah. Yeah, this is an expression. It's interesting. It's like, yeah, you can be creative. Like, I have no problem with, you know, if you want to do that and be creative. And I know people go, oh, back in Bible times, people wore a dress. But you go, yeah, but... but 
every every new every season or every what am I trying to say? Every time slot in yes. history, you do attach certain dress to certain men. Like yeah. in Scotland, it's not a feminine thing to wear a kilt; it's no. a masculine thing. One hundred percent. So in the Western world. Get over it. A dress is a feminine thing. Yes, like so, 100%. don't say, "Oh, but guys can wear it." So, no, when you see a dress, you think of it as being a feminine thing. Yeah. Um, and now people I would know... say, "Well, how dare you? How mm. dare you just say that for one for one gender? How dare you say that?" But it's like, "Hello, it is what it is. We can't. Yeah. It, it is for women to wear. That's yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah." And, and it's permeating into a lot of different areas of society. It's not just one Met Gala where the creative no. guys happen to be wearing a dress. Oh, Cameron's just put the tap on, so we're going to hear a switch of water. <laughs> oh, this is my life. This is the, the, we're in the studio. We're in the lab. <laughs> we're in the lab and there's a pipe um, where Cam's washing dishes. I know. My house is just bizarre. It's almost cool because that's industrial now. No, it's cool. <laughs> but you, you could soundproof this room. But anyway. Probably. Anyway. Um... Yeah, and so once again, it's just this narrative of this culture that's being driven, this agenda that's being yes. driven. Everywhere young people look, it's like where we are undermining those, not just traditional roles, they're biblical. 100% biblical roles. roles. And we just saw some of it just there when we were reading about the hunter yeah. and gatherer one. Yeah. I have men become less masculine. I think like, I, I, I think things are changing. Maybe that is happening and I think we have to encourage men to be men. And I think I liked what you said off air when you were saying that one of the biggest ways for a man to show true masculinity is taking responsibility, Yeah. is um, providing, is, mm-hmm. um, you know, all of these traditional things that yeah. we're saying, oh, no, we, I think that is really the makeup of a man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Providing like, safety. Got, yeah. yeah. That's one of the things I loved so much about Cameron he took so much leadership mm. and, it, you know, and was so confident. I mean, it probably the cause of half of our fights too because I'm very strong. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we, I always say to people, it's okay to have like blow-ups. Cameron and I have yeah. like we go at it sometimes. Renee and I do too, yeah. <laughs> it's how you solve it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I am no walk in the park, which is why Cameron um, wanted to marry me. He goes... Mm. You're a hard one because <laughs> you're a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so we're two very strong people. Yeah. Um, and so it's not a matter of um, Cameron dominating me. It's not that at all. There's no way he could. Like, no. I'd be yeah. like, who do you think you are? Yes. But he is the spiritual head of our home. I would say I am too. And Renee, yeah. Renee wants that. Yes. And and it's funny because I've, I remember there was a time a couple of years ago where I was like, Hey, we're doing this thing together, right? And she's like, absolutely, of course we're doing this thing together. Yeah. But I've noticed that Renee's her best self if I'm in a position of um leading. Yeah. She's her best self. When yes. she's not her best self, it's when my thoughts come off the gas. Yeah, right. So I feel like um th- that's yeah. another reason why we've been designed this way so that we yeah. can live our best. I'm my best self when Renee is who she's meant to be. Yes. She's her best self when I'm who I'm supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah. It's like we're walking together under an umbrella, but I want Cameron to hold the umbrella. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know? Totally. That's a great analogy. That's so, a really good analogy. There you go. That's half an hour. We did it. Done. Two episodes. Guys, if you've got a hot topic, um, there is one we probably should hit up soon, which is how the Wiggles are now introducing um, like a transgender character. Oh, really? Into the Wiggles. And Jeez. they're okay, getting very go. woke. The Wiggles are going to call them woke oh wiggles oh my gosh it just hot hot topic if you 
if you know any, I'm not going to say to do this, but if you watch any current movies, yes, the amount of woke language in current movies right now yes. is absolutely shocking. I've seen about three, and it is it's just it's inundated. Wow, inundated. We with, should do that. We should expose really should. all the movies with the woke language. <laughs> you should be like any woke language DM. No, no, don't. But like, there is <laughs> so much. My goodness. Even in series, I love watching This Is Us. Best series ever, guys. Best series. I think up to about season six. It's getting so woke. Oh, the further 100%. we go, I'm like, oh, guys, yeah, don't be it. It's it's bad. All right, that was my Miranda sings voice. I've brought that up for about ten years. <laughs> I love Miranda. Dummy. No, you're scaring me. Okay, George is going to be like, oh, my God, Mum, stop it. Okay, guys, thank you for joining us. Izzy, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's been man, great. Man down the road. Man down the road. <laughs> see you guys. We'll see you Friday. Bye.